Good evening, ladies, gents. This is uh, Dave here, continuing the long-awaited read for the obesity code. I finally got back up in action due to some technical difficulties. So I'll continue the read. I'm pretty sure I left off on this page, but not 100%. Many natural, unprocessed whole foods contain sugar. For example, fruit contains fructose and milk contains lactose. Naturally occurring and added sugars are distinct from one another. The two key differences between them are amount and concentration. Obviously, first you should remove your sugar bowl from your table. There is no reason to add sugar to any food or beverage, but sugars are often hidden in the preparation of food, which means that avoiding sugar is often difficult and you can ingest a surprisingly large amount without knowing it. Sugars are often added to foods during processing or cooking, which presents dieters with several potential pitfalls. First, sugars may be added in unlimited amounts. Second, sugar may be present in processed food in much higher concentration than in natural foods. Some processed foods are virtually 100% sugar. This condition almost does not exist in natural foods, with honey possibly being the exception. Candy is often little more than flavored sugar. Third sugar may be ingested by itself, which may cause people to overeat sugary treats, as there is nothing else within the food to make you full. There is often no dietary fiber to help offset the harmful effects. For these reasons, we direct most of our efforts towards reducing added natural, excuse me, reducing added rather than natural sugars in our diet. Almost ambiguous in refined and processed foods, sugar is not always labeled as such. Other names include sucrose, glucose, fructose, maltose, dextrose, molasses, hydrolyzed starch, honey, Invert sugar, cane sugar, glucose, fructose, high fructose corn syrup, brown sugar, corn sweetener, rice, corn, cane, maple, malt, golden palm syrup, and agave nectar. These aliases attempt to conceal the presence of large amounts of added sugar. A popular trick is to use different wording on the food's label. This trick Present sugar, prevent sugar from being listed as the first ingredient. In addition of sugar to processed foods, provides most almost magical flavor-enhancing properties at virtually no cost. Sauces are in cereals offenders, barbecue, plum, honey, garlic, hoisin, sweet and sour, and other dipping sauces contain large amounts of sugar. Spaghetti sauce may contain as much as 10 to 15 grams of sugar. This counters the tartness of the tomatoes and therefore may not be immediately evident to your taste buds. Commercial salad dressings and condiments such as ketchup and relish often contain lots of sugar. The bottom line is this. If it comes in a package, it probably contains added sugar. Asking how much sugar is acceptable is like asking how many cigarettes are acceptable. Ideally, no added sugar at all would be best, but that probably will not happen. 
what to do about desserts. Most desserts are easily identified and eliminated from your diet. Desserts are mostly sugar with complementary flavors added. Examples include cakes, puddings, cookies, pies, mousses, ice cream, sorbets, candy, and candy bars. So what you do about dessert, <clears throat> excuse me, follow the example traditional side societies do. The best desserts are fresh seasonal fruits, preferably local grown. A bowl of seasonal berries or cherries and whipped cream is a delicious way to end a meal. Alternatively, a small plate of nuts and cheese there make it very satisfying and to a meal without the burden of added sugars. I think I read that already. Okay, yeah, I read that. Sorry, people. I read that, I remember. But I'll continue reading it. Dark chocolate with more than 70% cacao in moderation is a surprisingly healthy treat. The chocolate itself is made from cacao beans and does not naturally contain sugar. Dark and semi-sweet chocolate contains less sugar than milk or white varieties. Dark chocolate also contains significant amounts of fiber and antioxidants such as polyphenols and flavonoids. Studies on dark chocolate consumption indicate that it has helped reduce blood pressure and insulin resistance and heart disease. Well, that will conclude today's read of the reread of the obesity code and we'll continue back here tomorrow friday and we are almost complete with this book so um, it's been a long journey reading this book about a page or two a day that's all i read on this podcast so i hope everyone's listening to my podcast is enjoying it may get boring at times, but that's okay. Life doesn't always have to be entertaining. Today was a good day. I worked out at the gym. I did my pull-ups, dips, push-ups, tricep press-downs, and that's it. So um, tomorrow we'll be working out at the park. Haven't decided on what yet, but I will be going to the park tomorrow by the lakes and the ducks are out there in the green grass and the green trees so I'll be in the park tomorrow when it's still dark out because it will be about 5 a.m. when I get there so anyway take care all good night thanks for listening to Mindset Ups and Downs with Dave